Hello, hello, and welcome to take five of the intro for today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, which is my attempt to take you on a guided tour through the progression of my own music and all that is happening creatively in the city of London. Similar to books like Our Band Could Be Your Life or Meet Me in the Bathroom or Please Kill Me, but instead of it being a look back on all that happened ten or so years ago, I am attempting to tell you to tell you about it in real time, episode by episode. So, today's episode was recorded at Birthdays, which is a venue about 10 minutes walk away from Dalston Junction Station. It's the first gig I've been to in about three weeks, and it was mainly to see the band Fur, who I've featured on this podcast many times before. The most recent time I spoke to them was on episode 94 when they played in Camden, and I spoke to Harry, the guitarist, and some members of their families as well. I didn't speak to them for the podcast for this episode. I thought I'd give them a bit of a break, but I did. they were the first people I saw upon my arrival. So I got to catch up with them, and suffice to say, there's some exciting things in their near future. So, as always, they are ones to watch. There are three conversations on today's episode. The first is with the singer of the first band I happened to catch upon my arrival. So, the full lineup for today's show, well, for last night's gig, was Jacob Slater, The Talk Show, Gently Tender, Fur, and Fontaine's DC. I got there about halfway through the talk show set, and the first conversation is with the singer from the talk show. His name is Harrison, and he pretty much introduces me to himself and his band. After that, I got to talk to Yara, who I've mentioned a few times on this podcast. Been to many a show with her in the past. In fact, I met her at Birthday's venue, to, and that was the first time I ever saw her. And that was maybe a year ago, so it's nice when things come kind of full circle. So Yara is the second conversation on this podcast. In fact, the start of our conversation, I think I say, I think I caught that on the recording, and it was her saying, I hate you, Roy, in a joking manner. I hope it was joking anyway because she was a bit nervous about being recorded for the podcast. But I think you'll agree it went fantastically. So Yara is the second conversation. Then I speak to the people behind, or some of the people behind last night's event. As I mentioned, it was hosted by So Young Magazine, and I got to speak to Josh and Sam, who are the people behind the magazine So Young. So they told me, because I knew nothing about the magazine until I spoke to them. So they very much give us an introduction to what the magazine is about and how it started and what their ethos is for that magazine. So, first I speak to Harrison, the singer and guitarist from Talk Show. Then I speak to Yara, a friend of the podcast who's making her debut on the podcast. And then I speak to Josh and Sam, the two folks behind So Young magazine. After those conversations, I'll play you some sort of original music, tell you how my music is going. But first, enjoy these chats and I'll see you in a bit. And we're recording, so we're upstairs at birthdays, we're just in between bands, and I'm talking to the singer of the band who was just on. What's your name? Uh, I'm Harrison. And what's the name of the band you're in? Uh, talk Show. And what do you do in that band? Uh, I sing and play guitar. And who else is in that band? Um, there's uh, Tom on guitar, there's George on bass, and then there's Chloe on drums. So you just told me you're from Manchester and the rest of the band is from New Cross. How did you all meet them? Uh, so basically we all met at uni at Goldsmiths. Um, me and George just met at a house party, just bonded over music, and we're just like, right, cool, let's start a band. And then Tom joined, and then we were looking for a drummer, and I was talking to a mate outside the library. Chloe just so happened to be there, and she was like, I'll come to rehearsal, and then it just started from there. Wait, it was meant to yeah, be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. how long ago was that then? I was about 
a year and a half ago. Maybe, and, yeah. So how long after that did you start playing shows? We probably got the set together within like two months, three months, and then just started gigging basically, and then, yeah. Had you been working on music at all before you got the band together? Was part yeah, of the band yeah. on your mind at all? So I've, I've been writing since I was like, I don't know, 15, like just getting obsessed with music, like I can't figure this mu- the, the music that I love out, so I was like, yeah. right, well, I'm just going to write my own songs, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it a bit like, once you get everyone together, you had some songs, teach, like, you gave us to learn them, and then go from there? Yeah, 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 yeah. So is there anything recorded online at this point? Um... There's uh, a rogue demo out there somewhere on YouTube which shouldn't be released but is existing somewhere. Um, but hopefully we've got, uh, we're releasing a single in February. So that's, that's... How, Wait, how long ago was it you started playing live? About a year ago. Have you been playing pretty regularly since then? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, some months are busy, bu- yeah. busier than others, yeah. And are you all still at Goldsmiths while you're in the band? No, no, so we... We kind of got together in the early days whilst we were at Goldsmiths, and then, um, and then when it finished, we kind of just went like, okay, let's go for it. Yeah. Do you have, are you still working on the material that you had from before the band, or are you now writing together? Um, it's a mix, it's a mix of like, old material, combined with newer stuff that we've been writing together, I'll be like, oh, I've got this riff from when I was 15, maybe it now has relevance, let's try it out, um, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you have, like, tapes and tapes of stuff that you came up with when you were 15, or do you just remember it? It's mostly voice memos on my phone, yes. literally, like, yes. I've recorded some really shitty guitar part that's like, I'm trying to go, fucking what is that note there, I have no idea, and most of the time my guitar's out of tune, so that's why I can't figure it out, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got any, like, 1am kind of, da 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 like, voice memos? Yeah. Next day, like, one of those, yeah. I can hear ones where I've been sat in the pub or, like, sat with a load of mates, they're all talking in the background, and I'm going, da 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 in the background, trying to remember like keep hold of the melody yeah because you never know it might yeah, be the yeah, one yeah, it yeah, might yeah. be the one yeah. so do you know when you're playing next week um, god when's our next show um, it's like next week or something it's like on the oh god I should really fucking know okay, this where can people go online to find out when you're playing next? so we're on Facebook uh, just under talk show basically that's under where what? a talk show talk show yeah that's that's where we post all of our stuff about upcoming gigs we've got an Instagram page as well which is the same talk show um, yeah well, thank you very much for your time. Man, and that was a really, like, I'd never heard of you before about 20 minutes ago. Oh, and I really liked what I heard. Thank you very much. Hope to see pleasure. you again soon. Yeah, absolutely. It's lovely to meet you. Thanks. <laughs> I think I might have captured you saying that. That's perfect. It's cool. It's okay. Don't worry about it. So I'm still upstairs at birthdays, and I'm here with an old friend I've never actually caught on the podcast before. What's your name? My name is Yara. Do you remember when we first met Yara? We first met here at birthdays uh, to gig. Well, we were both seeing Fur, and today we're going to see Fur as well. Our anniversary. <laughs> Woo! It was meant to be. I think that was the second time you had seen Fur yeah. when we first met. So, do you remember when you first saw them? Um, I don't really remember where it was, but I remember that um, I. I usually like to go to, to gigs without knowing the bands. And then I went there and there were supporting bands, one of the, the, the first supporting bands. And I fell in love with them, honestly. Like, I, I, I was like, whoa, who are these? And then I came to birthdays just for them. I didn't know who the headliners were, to be honest. And that's when I met Roy and he asked me, like, who? You came here to see us, like, Burr. 
I, and he loved it as well. Yeah, so like they had just finished playing, yeah. and I approached you like because I was so surprised at how good they were. I'm like, they were really good, right? It's not just me. And you were like, I love them so much. <laughs> I only came here to see them. They're the best band ever. I and tell I'm, you, they're gonna think I'm a weirdo. Sorry, guys, <laughs> if you ever hear. So, how long have you lived in London, now? Um, I've been here almost one year and a half. And what did you mainly come here for? I came here basically to to try luck. I, I've always wanted to come to London to uh, because of the music industry, uh, the music scene that is so small in Spain. So compared to that, this is amazing. And the bands, Apple coming bands that I, that I have discovered, I wouldn't be able to do that in Spain. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. When you went to gigs in Spain. Yeah. Would you go with all your friends or would you tend to go by yourself? Like, were, the, were your friends into the same music as you? Yeah, they were, but no. Like, um, I wouldn't, I would never go alone, ever, because you have to pay. Ah. Like, there's so, like, tiny gigs. I mean, they're not a lot, and then you have to pay, like, 15 euros, something. Like, they're expensive, and there are bands, like, international bands and things like that. So it's not it's yeah. not good. Here it's you can see a lot of very good up and coming bands, three, five pounds or anything like that and it's brilliant. I love yeah, it. True. So are there some bands that you've seen or that you're going to see that you have that have really caught your attention similar to how Fur Are there any bands you really like? Yeah, I'd say like my favourite band and I also discovered them like by by chance. It's a well my favourite band, one of my favourite bands. It's the Braille Society. Um, they're from Liverpool, and there's like psychedelic uh, pop rock thing, and they're really good. I saw them live on Hoxton Kitchen and bar thing with white room supporting, and it was really, really amazing. Like you have to check them out. And also, uh, I think that like, one of the um, up and bands that are in right there on the spot is Crown Tensions. Every time I go to a gig, there's a lot of people from the industry, it's packed, and they're going to um, be playing soon, actually. Yes, yes, they this, are. This, this Saturday? I think so. Yeah, and I will night. be there. I will be there for sure. Are there any other gigs coming up that you already know you're going to see, or do you tend to pick them a bit last minute? I actually, I pick them last minute, unless it's um, like I follow them on Instagram or something, I don't know that I'm going to play, I don't know, in a few months, for example. I, as I said, the Brew Society, I already have my ticket for October. So, <laughs> so they're ones you're definitely, definitely seeing. Oh yes, yes, because it's like they never come down. So yeah, yeah. So if everything worked out exactly as you wanted to, say in five years' time, what would you like to be doing in London? So right now I'm working uh, at Fest Tickets, so with music festivals. I would like to keep working in the music industry, maybe not in this company. Uh, maybe um, doing something related to marketing, uh, maybe a label, or yeah, some kind. Of, I, I really wanted uh, to keep working in the music industry because it's something that you can't do in Spain, and it's like the place to do it. No, honestly, not no, for me. I hardly yeah, agree. Yeah, it's true. Well, best of luck to you, and we'll thank be you. keeping in touch to see how it's going. Of course. But thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Roy. <laughs> 
Okay, so I'm downstairs at birthday, so there's a little bit of noise in the background. But tonight's show is hosted by So Young Magazine. And I'm here with the two folks who are behind So Young. What are your names? Hi, I'm Josh from So Young. Uh, I'm Sam. So how long has So Young been going? Five years. We had our fifth birthday this year, which we celebrated in June. June, yeah. June. Um, how yeah. did it start? It was pretty much a bedroom project for me and Sam. Both had finished our, our university degrees and were kind of stuck in Southampton. Sam like loved finding new music, and I, I'm an illustrator. And we kind of we just merged our two interests. I was more into kind of punk, kind of older music, but Sam was really looking for like the newest stuff. We just merged illustration and new music for ourselves, really. And now, five years later, it's kind of grown into more of a proper magazine now. So it started five years ago. Yeah. How long after you started it? Did it from the get-go, did it feel like a serious thing? I could go the distance? No. Or did no. it somehow become a bit more serious, quote-unquote, along think, the way? I think it took up to about three years for it to feel like we weren't just making it for ourselves. I mean, we're in a pretty privileged position where, not privileged, but through a decision that we only ever have to please ourselves. And luckily, we're talking about from the hearts and minds of other people too. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it never feels like it's going to go the distance, but in the same way we want it to, so we're never going to stop making it. So it's growing and growing, live shows are growing, people are buying t-shirts, people are buying magazines, people like guitar music again, it's exciting. So was there a turning point when it went from like just your magazine to putting on shows and like people you didn't even know knowing about what you're doing? Or has it been such a gradual growth that you haven't really noticed? Um, the first issue, like people were buying it from like maybe Japan initially like so people because we put it online and people were reading it all over the world from, from the very first issue um, but I don't know what the turning point was particularly I mean I think the big thing with So Young is that we've always given greater page space to smaller bands so whilst other magazines were kind of doing things with um, bands that were either getting back together and all the boring shit we were giving bigger page space to bands that were actually exciting and I think people connected with that, likes longer full-length interviews with these smaller bands. And we use like mediums like Tumblr, which are dying out now, but at the time were really accessible yeah. for people all around the world and young people as well. So that was kind of the initial growth. And initially, it's, 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 it's free online as well. So anyone can read it. Anyone can read everything that you can read in the print for free. We want people to come into it. It's community-based, so, you know. So how long? Go on, no, go on. So how long after its inception as a magazine did it start to become shows and you know more of a almost like a three D type of thing and not just a print? Well, we did a lot. We did a gig to launch the very first one, and we had t shirt a t shirt to promote the very first one. It kind of it was almost a given to us that we'd do that. It was never really a oh now we need to do shows and now we need to do this. We just. Yeah, the very first one we did a, a show, didn't we? Sorry. On the very first issue, we're doing shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got an issue launch for the first two, um, and then I suppose, I suppose a big turnaround when it came to shows was that uh, the Vice venues came and asked us to come in host some free shows, and then after a year of that relationship building, we did our very first festival at the Old Blue Last. Uh, three nights where we had. I definitely um, that, that, that was definitely a turning point. The first festival we did at the Old Blue Last because 
people were just kind of queuing up down the street and it was the first time we realized oh actually people like loads of people like what we do that was that was definitely a turning point for me personally and i think into the second year of the festival you thought well how can you be queuing around the street and in the end they were queuing through the pub and then around the street to get upstairs it, it, and queued up the, it was mad so i suppose live that's the turning point and in terms of physical magazine and merchandise i think we're just we've got a bigger platform to reach more people and there's a lot of people who connect with these things and now they're finding it and now they're engaging with it i suppose it's the so do you already have the next so young events planned or is that still a bit further on the horizon we're gonna have a halloween show there's no there's no more information on that other than that but right. what so where can it's gonna be at the social we're gonna announce that on thursday so um but line up the hot scoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's going to be announced on Friday. So the lineup going to be announced. No, no, no. Just, just that we're doing it. So um, there's that, and then from there on, no, there's nothing, nothing. Uh, nothing so uh, for anyone out there who doesn't know who So Young are, what's the best place for them to go to start to find out what you're all about? Just go to our website. You can find the magazine for free, and you can find all the different uh, blogs, our uh, social media, our uh, shop. You know, all the things that, all the little parts that make So Young what it is. That's where you can find it. I'm just curious, was there anything like what you're doing that you were interested in when you were growing up? Like, was there something from your childhood that you kind of base it on? Well, we, we both love the NME, go, going to the kind of going down to Tesco's every week and getting the NME. And that seemed to kind of, we started getting a bit disillusioned with it, and we kind of wanted to make our own thing, and we kind of. We've, we've since been quite, like, been said, it's been said that we kind of are, are replacing that kind of feeling of kind of collecting a magazine. So obviously Enemy's now just online and it's covering like Lady Gaga and stuff. Um, but definitely Enemy for me. I, just think, I think the point was that we we started to connect more with the with the the band, the smaller bands in the Enemy as opposed to the, the cover stars. And I think it was at that point it inspired us but it also made it want us to create something completely different. So in terms of our ethos was completely different because we didn't have to please a big boss who had to sell an out of adverts. We just had to please ourselves. And I think that's the, the key reason why it's successful. I mean, the listeners can't see, but how they can sense how packed tonight has been. So clearly, you're on the right track. <laughs> Good. Look, thank you both very much for your time. Thanks, thank you for an awesome night and enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. And that was that. Thank you very much to Harrison from the band Talk Show. Thank you to Yara. And thank you to Josh and Sam of the magazine So Young. This is the part of the podcast where I give a bit more context on all that happened during the recording of this episode and tell you a bit about how my own music is going. So the show I went to was the first time I'd been to a show in about three weeks. And I was a little... In the last episode, I talked about how daunting it started to feel to even record the podcast in the first place after taking such a break. Going out last night, I was a little nervous that I'd be loath to approach anyone because I'm essentially approaching strangers for the most part to talk to them for this podcast. And I thought I might feel a bit uncomfortable doing that. But I was pleasantly surprised to find that wasn't the case. Upon my arrival, I bumped into the guys from Fur. We caught up a bit. I didn't record them for the podcast because I thought I'd give them a bit of a break. But they did tell me how things are going with the band anyway. And there's... A lot of exciting stuff happening in their very near future, so they are, as always, ones to watch. After catching a bit of the talk show, I headed upstairs, caught up with Yara, met her flatmate Francis, who I think will be a future guest on this podcast, because he was telling me about how exciting things are in Oxford musically right now, 
particularly the bands Bad Nerves and Self Help, and he also mentioned his own band, Semi Urban Fox. So thanks, Francis, and I'm sure I'll catch up with you again in the near future. I also bumped into Lamar, who's a friend I've met at gigs. I can't remember which gig I met him at, but I did see Pale Ways with him, and he was with me and Yara at the last Starcrawler show that we saw together, when I spoke to Starcrawler, actually. He was there with a friend named Dave, who was telling me he does some music-based stuff under the name Vegan Recordings on Facebook. So those are two more, hopefully, potential future guests for the podcast. And also in the crowd were the members of the band Hotel Lux, who I've seen a few times in the past. I think I've got a few gig lineups with their names in it, and I've got a, a set list of theirs on my wall from when they played Seabright Arms on the 9th of November last year. They played Wall Street, Woe, Pulp, Berlin Wall, Envoy, Easy Being Lazy, Daddy, and Hangman. I'm a sucker for mementos at shows. I did cap, I did take one of their gig lineups from last night's show, which is why I remember so clearly who played. So it was great to get Yara on the podcast. She was a bit apprehensive beforehand, but once we got talking, and that's always my aim with these conversations, once we get talking, you forget we're even recording and we just have a good conversation. Harrison's conversation was particularly interesting because of him bringing up recording voice memos, which I can deeply sympathise with. In fact, I put some original music at the end of most of these episodes. At the end of this one, I think I'll put up a voice memo just to show some solidarity with Harrison and his method of working. And it was cool catching up with the folks behind So Young magazine, Josh and Sam. I really didn't know anything behind the scenes about the magazine until I talked to them last night. That was the first time we met. And what you hear recorded is our first ever conversation. And it's an interesting history. I very much sympathise with the idea of feeling like there's a thing you really like, but there's now a bit of a void where that thing once was, and nothing else seems to be filling that void, so why not do it yourself? That's very similar to the ethos behind this podcast and my music as well. Just nothing's really satisfying my taste the way things used to, so I might as well satisfy it myself. And then maybe you come across an audience of people who feel the same way and appreciate what it is you're making. For them to have read, they said they had readers in Japan with their first ever issue. I mean, I can't think of a clearer example that you are on the right track with what you're doing than to immediately accumulate a bit of an international audience for it. So congrats to them on five years. And I look forward to catching up with them again, who knows when, as we go down the road. As for me and my own music... I have an open mic night tonight, I, for those that don't know, in case this is your first episode, I host open mic nights, and I have one on Tuesdays at a pub called The Reliance on Old Street, and I'm trying to think about what new music I can play at that. I've got some ideas that I've been working on, and it's just about pulling the trigger on them and trying to finish them off. In fact, the original music I'll put on today's episode will be a voice memo, of me playing guitar and singing a wordless melody for what the vocal melody could be for an idea. One of the most popular episodes of this podcast is episode 89, which is called a sketch, which is me recording a sketch of a song inspired by Interpol's song The Rover, because I really like the rhythm of that song. It's like boom ta, boom ta, boom ta. I guess it's because I use the hashtag Interpol, and Interpol have a new album out recently, so people are maybe searching for that. Maybe that's why episode 89 is so popular. But the voice memo I put on the end of this episode is me trying to come up with a vocal melody for that sketch. And yeah, that's what is really going on with me. Thank you very much for listening. You can find me online just by searching Saddest Night Out, all one word. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, 
I do have a Patreon. Patreon, for those that don't know, is a website where you can donate a certain amount of money each month to some creative endeavor. And mine is to help grow Saddest Night Out into all that it could become. I'd like to maybe host shows. And who knows? I just I feel like this is such a nebulous idea. There's so much that could come of it. And if there's one thing I have been somewhat happy to learn recently, at least in recording last night's episode, is that I'm not the only one who's very much struggling financially. So if anyone out there is willing to help, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash saddest night out is the place to do so. Thank you very much for listening. I will stick that voice memo of mine at the end of this episode. And I will catch you on the next episode. Oh, that's what I forgot to mention. So the bands that Yara was mentioning were The Viral Society, V-R-Y-L-L Society, and Cruel Intentions, C-R-E-W-E-L-L Intentions. I mentioned the bands that Francis was talking about. And Dave, Vegan Recordings on Facebook. I think that's it. I'm all about the cross-promotion on this podcast. And yeah, I bumped into the guys from Hotel Lux. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've forgotten. I don't think there is. So thank you for listening. Enjoy the voice memo. And I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da